Um, okay, welcome to the whatever. Well, no, I can't do it. <laughs> you can do it. I can't. I can't think of what I'm welcome. I'm so to. using that. I'm so using that as an outtake. <laughs> this is why you don't do the welcomes. <laughs> no, I don't do the welcomes. What what are we called? It, the, we are the. <laughs> We are, the Nordic, of... we are the Nordic, Nordic Keyforge Forge Pod- podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's the name. <laughs> and welcome to the Nordic Keyforge podcast, uh, episode 40, and this is actually part two of our uh, spoiler episode, where we go through all the spoilers that have been uh spoiled in the game found campaign uh it's myself jason the captain kirk and i have carl algonner uh with me how carl how are you doing um five minutes after we stopped recording the part one yeah i'm doing good uh i'm a bit more tired now but uh we fight on get some coffee we can do this yeah yeah cool excellent Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's get straight into this. Uh, we're recording this at the same time as we recorded the other one. Our four nights would be the same. You guys don't care anyway about that, so we're going to get on to what we do care about, the spoilers. Sanctum. Yes, Sanctum. Um, Sanctum I'm liking more and more. Um, I didn't have a good start quite... with Sanctum, but yeah. I'm liking them more and more as they have just getting stronger and stronger. Yeah, yeah, sure. What's I'm our taken? Five... five uh cards from sanctum here so yeah we do we do what have we got from sanctum carl so the, the first one is also a linked pair and we first we have the token creature which is which is called disciple it's a human and monk uh, it has three power to uh, to armor and the ability disciple cannot be used if it has a non-monk neighbor mm. um, so you basically want to stack all your disciples next to one another mm-hmm. and uh yeah maybe just one of them cannot be used on uh, yeah. at least the other others can't be used true true the nice thing to know here is a think tank can't kill them all a mini think tank could but the, the think tank couldn't which just deals four to each creature next to one of oh. Um, oh, yeah. things as well so that's just i always think now with placement that's what, what a think tank can do um to me i've seen a lot of them recently in, oh, in okay yeah 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 maybe i should think about more what the think tanks can do yeah the that's that's interesting but the so a non-monk creature so there's going to be uh, i'm guessing there's going to be a few more monks yeah hopefully in the game. Uh, at least their linked card is also a monk uh Batarial of the Grey, um, human monk. Uh, it has the same stats, a three power, two armor. Uh, and her ability is uh, reap ability, ready each disciple. Wow. So, yeah, the potential is quite huge. I mean, they're both, the disciples and the monk, and the and, and Batarial of the Grey, they're both three, two creatures. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult to get them off the board. So they've got some big potential for some burst there. Yeah. I think this pair is like in particular very like dependent on how good will this set be on putting many many tokens out. Yeah. Yeah. Because like definitely. if you get one out uh every now and then it will be just useless pretty much. Um 
because like the first one you get out it can't be used and then the next one you have to then keep that flank open for the rest of the game in order to get the next one out and by that time maybe the first one is dead so it's just yeah. like if they, if they come few and far between they will be very very bad but yeah. if you can burst up with a big board then you have uh, yeah then you have big potential yeah definitely definitely it's and like there's going to be there's going to be so much more fighting it's just going to be okay you know tokens taking out other tokens yeah in 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 a lot of in a lot of games i'm just mm. yeah 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 so what do you think about the next card here we, serial yeah. the steadfast you mean yeah who is looks like he's enjoying a bit of a feast in the artwork um <laughs> uh it's fi- a five power two armor creature it's a spirit and a knight while it's not your turn your creatures cannot become exhausted finally something to counter the unfathomable exhaust um did we need something to counter that i don't know maybe there hasn't been anything before yeah there hasn't there hasn't been anything in the game to counter what unfathomable too much of what unfathomable can, can do in terms of exhausting exhausting all your creatures um and so yeah. with this one it kind of but then it also makes me hopeful that unfathomable is going to be a little bit stronger than it was in Dark Tidings. Because Unfathomable is a fun... The flavours in Dark Tidings of Unfathomable was, was really good. But it, I there weren't many decks where Unfathomable was the, is the main house. Yeah. They, they were more of a support yeah, yeah. to what Star Alliance could do as well. So, yeah. Um, the flavour text, I've got to read this flavour text. An army marches on its stomach, literally, in my case, from the ravings of the Prophet Gizelhart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What do you think about this one? Um, I, I, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't really like cards that counter specific houses that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this one is a bit too specific, and it's rare. So, like, you will see it rarely, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like you will use its ability even more rarely because. Well, it's not always you. No. Will, you will face yeah. uh, unfathomable, and not always when you face no. uh, face them, uh, this will become something that True. you. But it's still a five-two creature. From. Yeah, it's, it's still, still a five-two, so it's, it's okay. still a five-two, and it's it's a it's a it's a it's a strong knight. I mean, compared to like, it's five-two is better than a four-one in terms yeah. of a lot of the four ones that you had in in mass mutation. Yeah, true. Um, but I, I guess I just maybe I would like it at uh, maybe uncommon and then a bit weaker power wise, sort of, mm. so that it, um, it gets. Uh, uh, if this is going to be the the counter to unfathomable, I, I want it to be a bit more common. I think. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. Well, we'll see how that one pl- plays out then, and you know, if it is useful, if it is a you know okay. If you've got an unfathomable deck, do you want to avoid Sariel, or mm. is it going to have any anything to do there? And the other thing is, it a rare? Like, is there, can rares only come in? Can rares come in more than one in a deck? Uh, what's what's the ruling on that? What's there? Can you? Have yeah, they can. Than... They can, but it will be rare, <laughs> even more rare. <laughs> 
yeah. yeah. Um, but we can jump to the next one. Him um, to artifact. Duma. Him to Duma. Mm. An artifact, a power. Uh, each friendly creature gains Omni. Destroy this creature, a friendly creature captures, captures two. Um, yeah, that seems this useful, un- right? Uncommon. Yeah, uncommon. As well. Um, each friendly and, creature. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is this is nice for tokens. So it's is really yeah. good for you know having this on the board means you always have artifact control. Uh, sorry, you always Ember have control, um, Ember control. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, you always have the Ember control. You you don't need to worry about having the cards in hand as long as you've got creatures on board. You can you can capture and hopefully take someone off check. Yeah. So this is the card you want with the with the brand legacy, right? Yeah. Brand legacy Maverick. So yes. uh, if there is uh, uh, strong destroyed effects in this set. Yeah. This would get very, yeah. very, very good since yeah. it's Omni. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's, that, that's. You know, if anyone finds a Brend Legacy in Winds of Exchange, send it my way with a <laughs> plushie, please. Um, <laughs> uh, I got so, so many, so much judgment from my wife when she said she when I wanted to go for the four four hundred twenty dollar pledge. Why do you want to spend so much on that one? Because I want the plushie. Uh, yeah, I think I she... can sort of understand her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, should we move yeah, on I, to? Yeah, we can move yeah, on. No, yeah, I mean, this the hint to Juma. Let's let me finish off talking about this one. It's, yeah, it's but gonna... I just think I just think it's it, it's going to be good. Uh, this yeah. one. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be in it's gonna be in the stronger decks. It's gonna get a yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got an upgrade. Ostentatious Mount. Um, play. Move this creature anywhere in its controller's battle line. This creature gains taunt. Wow. And this is a common. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Mm. Yeah. Uh, like, you get a pip, so it will always be good. Um Mm. So, yeah, I like it that it can be used for both both sides of the battle line. Mm-hmm. Uh, messing up your opponent's uh, battle line might be useful. Um, we have seen examples uh, with the disciples, uh, so there might be or there will be other cards also where it's useful to to just mess up where uh, creatures are placed. But also you can use it on your own board to get a taunt exactly mm. where you need it. So yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The other thing you know, you can put it on a taunted creature and move it to the end um, for your opponent. But I mean, it's a thing where you know, if you there's so many times where I'm just like, oh, if only I'd pulled out that taunt a hand, you know, one hand earlier, I could have protected my collector worms or or mind warper or. Um, whatever it is you can give anything a taunt and you can protect anything you want on your board um yeah. i think this this upgrade is humongously strong um and i'm gonna i'm gonna be wanting these in the day but the thing you can use if you've got a if you've got an important creature out there like you can you can use a <laughs> i could use a taunt 
on one of my um, uh, tokens to protect my Tangaika, for example, <laughs> um, after getting yeah. him out on board. Um, you know, the, that, that sixth cultist just kind of waiting in the wings to protect the... Um, yeah, not that I think that many creatures will want to fight into Tangaika anyway. No, but, that's true. Uh, yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, of course. But it, it, it gives you the possibility to protect anything you need to on the board, depending on the board state, depending on how the game is going. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, I like it. Uh, my only issue maybe would be that it's a common. I, I don't think I would want, like, triplets of this card, no, for example. Yeah, no, um, no. But one will always be useful i think yeah maybe two mm. yeah yeah definitely definitely let's move on to saurian we've gone over the hour mark on this uh, short half hour podcast um the saurians i i'm 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 loving these saurians um it's a lot of fun a lot of thinking i think with these uh, edict of nero taurus uh, one ember, one ember pip. It's an artifact. After a creature reaps, this is a law as well, mm. um, which I just, I just love these these new things coming in. It, it gives me, it, it's, I get a bit of Twilight Imperium feeling of this, um, where you get the laws and the, through the strategy phases uh, coming into the game. So yeah. After a creature reaps, the next creature used this turn cannot reap. After a creature fights, the next creature used this turn cannot fight. Um, so you've got to, the, your decisions and your order has to be so impeccable playing this one. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be. It's a rare as well, this one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like it. It's, uh, it's very fun. Yeah. Uh, so. Cannot reap. Does it does it mean that like if you have um, a full board of creatures and your opponent doesn't have a creature, can you only reap with one creature that turn then? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because if so, that's in some decks that might be like super strong if you play from hand a lot and yeah. uh, don't need the board to to reap. Yeah. Your... Or I mean, if you have some actions as well, you can you can do an action on something. Um, oh yeah, yeah. As well, just to help you out there, but you don't have the actions. Yeah, no, you make a good point that actually you could really, really uh, kick yourself in the face there. Um, yeah, because is if so, it's it's the biggest like uh, denial against just pure flood decks yep. that uh, needs its board to reap uh, in order to do stuff um, mm -hmm. that we have yeah. in the game. Maybe uh, it's very difficult to remove and. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if we yeah. get archetypes in with Saurian and uh, other stuff in this set that plays from hand and uh, just plays pips and keeps their board uh, small or non-existent, uh, I think this could be uh, super strong then. Yeah. If that yeah. if that ruling is yeah, how especially I think if, it you, is. if you've got to do something, you have to fight. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I haven't. Do you know what? I, with the cards we've seen so far, I haven't seen a whole lot of elusive. At all, I haven't seen any elusive. <clears throat> just yeah, mm -hmm. just making the yeah, comment. True. We haven't seen all the cards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The next card we have is an action card: pale into insignificance. Destroy each creature with the lowest power. Yeah, this might be the best flavor text 
in the game, I think. The history books will remember my name by unknown. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. It's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so the it fact comes it... with the ember pip um, as well. Yeah. Um, it could yeah. be double sided, uh, but it comes in Saurian, so you are likely to have uh, yeah. higher higher power than your opponent, mm-hmm. probably. Um, yeah, yeah. Depending on the power of your creatures, it could wipe out all the tokens. You know. Depending yeah, on... it's it, especially like a token killer. Uh, I yeah. think yeah. this one. Uh, yeah, a decent card at common. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We don't get hugely too much into this, but I just think it's it's a nice one. It's going to be powerful. Um, help from future self break down this one. This was one of their ones. They. Um, uh, you can go listen to them. They can uh, they break down this one really well. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, this one. Yeah. The token creature, which is the link to the rare, by the looks of this. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's well. We have a f- five power, two armor, Bellatoran warrior. Um, it's a dinosaur and soldier, uh, and it has no. No other thing. It's just it's just a, a token, which is five two. Mm. It has flavor text that says a single Bellatorian, a Bellatoran is worth three hundred normal soldiers, and they cost as much too. Yeah, it seems too good to be true. What could be the yeah. drawback of this, Jason? What, what could be the drawback? Because <laughs> obviously, if you, if you have if if they cost so much, there's going to be some training costs. It feels like. What's, yeah. the, what's the action card that comes with that? Oh, hang on a second. It's called training costs. <laughs> um, you cannot choose to discard training costs from your hand. Okay, so that's a, that's a cost. You know, so it's, it's almost like a, tra- a chain if you get it in your hand. When you play it, you lose two. If you do not shuffle training costs into your deck, so you have to you play it. Um, if you don't have two, it goes back into two ember to lose. It goes back into your deck to then pick up again as well. So it's going to be a very annoying card to have in your hand, but you do get the uh, Bellatorian Warrior, which yeah. on training costs, it, I feel like the, the, the this 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 text on uh, flavor text on training costs tries to kind of make you feel a little bit better about having this card in your hand. <laughs> Bellatorian warriors are yeah. worth their weight in ember. It's just like, a, yeah, this this card's annoying, but we're just going to here to remind you. But you've you've got this beautiful token creature, and you know you should make make the most of it. Yeah. Yeah. So best case scenario, training cost uh, is uh, a token creature. So yeah. Uh, you randomly create a Beltorian warrior out of the training cost card. Mm. That would be the best. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it would be annoying. And uh, yeah, again, hopefully your deck can create a lot of tokens then to make this uh, yeah worth yeah. it. But uh, yeah, yeah, maybe in stronger decks you will get ways to uh, go around this. Um, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Would you rather have training cost of Bellatorian Warrior in your deck or Trojan Sauropod? Sauropod <laughs> <laughs> um... every day of the week. Yeah. Twice on Sauropod. Sunday. 
I mean, yeah. not that the Bellator and Warrior is anything bad about it. I just love my Sauropods. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. That's it's a really fun thing. But obviously, it has a cost. But obviously, your tokens are probably the strongest tokens in the game. I reckon. Mm. Um, yeah. The five two. Okay. Um, last one in Sarian. We still have two houses to go, mm. and we're on one minute thirteen. One hour yeah, thirteen. Will be the first well. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the last one is a uh, uh, rare creature, uh, dinosaur politician, uh, eighth power called Magistrate Crispus and it has the, the ability at the end of your turn each player takes control of, of each creature and artifact they own so I guess it just negates things like uh, color of subordination and uh, hypnobeams stuff like that I guess yeah just trying to, at the end of your turn each player takes. Oh uh, yes, of course. So if if, if you exiled uh, anything or anything's yeah. going over to the other side, hmm. uh, I think this card. Um, yeah, it, it will be very interesting with um, a card like uh, Whirlpool, where you have things happening uh, at the end of the turn as well, where you mm-hmm. uh, ownership yeah. cards. Um, and uh, it's a counter to things like borrow, uh, color of subordination, hypnobeam, and the like. Uh, but since it's at the rare, uh, you are not going to see it very often. So I hope I hope we will see something in house mm. where you can combo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exile must be here. Um, yeah, yeah. But then it will change how you use exile. As yeah, well. I wonder. Like, uh, that would have to be like exile, and then uh, I don't know something to remove Ember from your opponent's creatures, and you, then yeah. you get this back. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope exactly. for some. I hope for something like a card that gives you a reward, but you have to give uh, your opponent a creature or an artifact or something. That and then ah, this would immediately get was... it back. Yeah, because of like, is it the scout or the um, yeah, the the scout token or the scout card in uh, Equidon, which where you you play your opponent's creature as if it was yours. This will allow you to get that back. Okay, I'm not familiar with that card. I think um, I can't it's, remember. It's it not scout, I think, but it, it's no another one. Um, I am looking looking for this because they have they have talked about this before. Um, okay. <clears throat> um, I mean, you have flea market uh, action. Look at a random card in your opponent's hand. Uh, you may give your opponent one if you do play that card as if it was yours. Um, so you can play a. Yeah, um, someone else's creature as if it was yours. Mm, okay, yeah. Um, so this would be you, a counter if your opponent plays yep. flea market on you. And the, the talent scout was the creature. So it wasn't the scout. Um, it was the talent scout uh, creature, which isn't a token. Um, it can be used if it was born to the active house, so you can play out of any house. Play, look at your opponent's hand and play a creature from it as if it was yours. Your opponent takes control of talent scout. Um okay. 
so that's where you can you know using this you can mm. actually bring them back um yeah. from, from your opponent so this has a whole lot more um use now that we've talked about it and actually a very good card yeah and at the eighth power as well will be very tricky to to remove yeah so yeah hopefully you get it in a deck with mm. a lot of uh, such um uh, yeah, interactions. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Samuel is going to be a little bit, a little bit more complex this time. Um, not that it needs to be more complex, but it, yeah, mm. yeah, might be cool. Mm. Okay, Star Alliance. Yeah. Okay, so we start off with another linked uh, token creature, and it's the Emberling, um, and it's a one-power creature, and Emberlings cannot reap. But you may spend Emberling as if it were Ember in your pool. Oh! And when you do, I've you destroy it, ignoring wards. I've completely missed this one. Yeah. I have. I have completely missed the spoiler. You may spend Emberling as if it were in your pool. That is. Yeah, that's quite crazy. It destroy it, ignoring wards as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's uh, unstealable Ember sitting on your board. Uh, yeah. In each, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it's, I mean, it's only one creature, so it's going to be easy to destroy. Um, but... Yeah, it's only one power, yeah. Mm. Yeah, unless you have your Norbin's Cavern in play. Oh, yeah. Which is the rare artifact that will bring this token creature into your deck. Yeah. So location, each friendly Emberling gets plus three power and gains Skirmish. Hmm. Um... Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, not so easy to remove. No, not at all. And they can, and they can also fight off. Yeah, and they're things. quite cute as well. They're like little um, kind of is ember, ember beings. Yeah, they look like ember. Um, a little bit like the foxes from the um, uh, second Star Wars um, film. Uh, the the second of the new new films with the you know they have the the ice foxes in the in the caves. Okay, I, I wouldn't know. The new it, okay. films is something. <laughs> okay, okay. We, 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 I'm just going to completely pass, but by the fact that you haven't watched the Star Wars films. I mean, okay. Um, I watched the I watched the uh, Star Wars films that uh, count. The ones that count. Yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Um, let's not make this episode longer than it needs to be. I like this though. I I really like this. This is my yeah. first reaction that, that, that we're getting here to, to this to this combo. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I like it as well. I is think it too very... much? Is it too powerful? I mean, again, it depends. Like, how how many of these can you? Put out mm. like in a single round. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, true. That that is another point as well. I mean, I'm keeping thinking because the blob effect is you know destroy ten. I'm thinking that you're going to be easy to be able to make ten of these again. Mm. I don't think so, actually. Yeah, maybe. But, but the blob uh, is linked with an with an um, artifact that actually brings them out, so they yeah. have a built-in system how to get them on the board, and that built-in system might be stronger. Or like mm -hmm. faster than like a regular deck. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. It will be different. Uh, it will be um, strong, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And we've even got some lore that comes with the artifact. Ensign Norbin discovered them, named them, and may have accidentally created them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to know more about that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely want to know more. Okay, um, we've got it... two more, yep. two more artifacts. Do you want to give us the artifact? No, one more artifact and an action card from Star Rides. Yeah, so we have a future booster, uh, which comes with an ember as well. It's an item, and it has an omni effect. Look at the top card of your deck. You may put it on the bottom of your deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's at common. Um, it's common. It's an omni effect. Um, yeah. yeah, I this think is, it's uh, very, very good. Yeah, yeah. This is this is really nice. Now, I have seen this one because this is the other Help from Future Self one as well, and they made the really good point that, you know, it's just so useful to be able to, you know, do this, take this effect before you're going to make your token creature so that yeah. you know, is this token creature you're going to make? Are, do you want to make a token creature on it now? Because maybe this card is something you know, um, is something you're going to want to have in your hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, it will, it's a very good combo with just token creation, but also stacking a certain house or a certain yeah. combo on the bottom of your deck, maybe. Um, uh, just knowing what you have on your bot on the bottom of your deck. Um, yeah, I think it's very useful for just hand shaping as well, and since it's a dominant, mm-hmm. you you do it every single round. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of use for this one. Yeah, exactly. And just kn- knowing what the next card is is always always useful. Um, flavor text. I keep hoping it will boost my present, but no luck so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, Quintrino Warp. Um, play. Choose a friendly creature and an enemy creature. Destroy those creatures and each creature that shares a house with either of them. Gain one chain. I mean, this is the Quintrino Flux variation. Yeah, but yeah. stronger. Yeah, yeah. Like you destroy an entire house. Two yeah. entire houses. If you share houses, you can mm-hmm. destroy... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's General Order 24. Um, yeah. But for two houses. Uh, but you do gain a chain. Yeah, one chain, but I, th- I feel like it, this is uh, super, super strong. Do you, do you feel like it should be three chains? <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like it. Uh, uh, I feel like Star Alliance again gets the the best um, uh, the best board wipes. Yeah, uh, much like in in DT, you, yeah. you went yeah. to Star Alliance to to get good board wipes, and mm-hmm. here again, Continuum Warp will. It's very very strong. I think, uh, like you know, all these times when you play versus um, someone's main house, and they get uh, seven or eight. Uh, creatures from one house on the board mm-hmm. and they might yeah. need different power and stuff like something to deal with those annoying Saurian boards yeah like <laughs> yeah. A, a gateway does it and it deals with everything obviously yeah. but that's double sided and um, and three chains here mm-hmm. you get uh, yeah and like you said it's only uncommon watching. it's only uncommon mm, so yeah but we yeah, also haven't like seen as many board wipes we haven't seen many board wipes so far no yeah as well exactly. yeah but like i say we're not having this we haven't had this in dark tidings either um we untamed had a few kind of not full board whites but some some um a lot of you know creature control cards um yeah. that allowed you just to kind of get rid of some annoying creatures um honestly no logos and shadows as well so shadows had a lot of spot damage so there's 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 not as much of those cards, so some board wipes and more creature control is is going to be welcome. 
There's going to be. Yeah. I just feel it's, it's going to be hopefully. so board heavy this this set. Yeah, but I hope they also spread out so more houses gets uh, different yeah. ways of dealing with big boards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's our Star Alliance. Um, we jump to the last house. Unfathomable. Um, still need to learn to say that word. Um, the Fathom Reaver, four power, zero armor creature. It's an Aquan. Play, make a token creature. While you control a token creature, your opponent refills their hands to one less card during the draw card step. Hmm. What's the dis um, creature that does this? Uh, Succubus? Or... Yes, is it Succubus or yeah? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. the three power creature that uh, opponent fills their hand to one less card. Yeah. Um, so this comes yeah. with a stipulation that you have to control a token creature. Yeah. But it also makes one, and so it's... you're going to get it straight away. Yeah, and it's a bit more powerful. It's a four instead of a three, which yeah. actually makes quite a bit of difference. Yeah. Um, and it depends which token you have as well. Yeah. And, and then it's at common, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. If you get more of these out, they will be more sticky on the board than succubus uh, mm-hmm. would be. Um, yeah, that could be annoying. Like it, drawing less cards is always good disruption. So yeah, I like this card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just for the for the token creature creation, it's also like a very reliable a reliable yeah. way to get tokens out. Um, play one card, you get another card out, which might might be good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, great. And then the next is an action. Um, Adult swim. It has a um, lifeguard on by the looks of it <laughs> uh, in the in the artwork. Uh, Stopping to Aquans trying to get into a, a swimming area. Um, you know, not quite sure what the adult swim is like. Wasn't there a TV show called Adult Swim? Like uh, a like a um, stop motion, maybe wrestling. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know. No, um, not ringing here. No, no, it's it's yeah, it, this was years and years ago. Um, but yeah, it's play put each creature with power three or lower on top of its owner's deck in a random order. Yeah, so it's a um, variation of Maelstrom. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but it's you know it leaves the adults on board on on the board. Yeah, uh, <laughs> only ad- only the adults are allowed to swim. The 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 kids with three or less power have to. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, like the token creatures will get back on the. Deck, I guess, in, yes. in most cases, um, which mm-hmm. could be good if you could like, control. Like you could, you could see. Maybe you have uh, a few token creatures out, and uh, you see that they are actually cards that you want to play. Mm-hmm. Then this gets them back onto your deck, which could be good. Yeah. Um, I keep forgetting that that whole thing that the, these token the token creatures are other cards. I keep needing yeah, to be reminded that too. while we're going through these cards, thinking all these token creatures, and then you've got your thirty-six cards in your deck. But no, wait a second, you won't have your thirty-six cards because if yeah, they'll all be tokens. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it, I think this card is quite hard to judge. Like, how good is it? Because it will be a discard in some 
cases it will be i guess usually a play you get the, the pip mm-hmm. and uh, uh stuff but very like matchup dependent if it's good uh, yeah or not yeah yeah definitely um Great, and then we are left with the final two, which is the cultist uh, or cultist and uh, Tangaika. And for these two, you can tune into our previous bonus episode, um, and you can look at our new YouTube channel and our spoiler video, which uh, we released a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, I was going to so, say this looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm still really, really, uh, really chuffed that we got these two cards because they are uh, really nice. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, those ones we can go we we go into in quite in in a bit more depth in in that video. Um, great. Well, that's all the the cards that were spoiled by um, officially spoiled from Ghost Galaxy through um, content creators that they that they selected um, for this yeah. uh, campaign during the campaign. Um, I'm really excited. Um, yeah, me as well. Yeah. Can I just mention, like I said before, that I had a theory, theory about yeah. like um, uh, token creation. So for when we talked about blorbs, uh, we know that they demand like you have ten on board, but they have a built-in system where you create two uh, when you use the artifact. Yes. Uh, for this one, you have a linked rarity that also demands specific number. But here you don't have any built-in system. So I think this means that at least will uh, every deck uh, have uh, some ways to create tokens. Because otherwise yeah. you could end up with um, an unfathomable deck uh, where, where, where like mm. you have a useless card in Tangaika. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think uh, they will have that so this no, means no. i think that uh, yeah. at least five tokens uh your deck should be um yeah. like on a shuffle maybe uh, yeah i mean i i no, i mean agree that there, there, there will be some but i'm wondering if like every deck has to have you know if, they, if there's going to be a rule that every deck has to have three cards that can create tokens or um yeah. you know that those kinds of um algorithm al- algorithmic rules which yeah will, yeah we yeah. don't know how many but there yeah. have been discussions discussions in the past like could it be like in dt where some cards or some decks doesn't interact with the tide at all mm-hmm. and i think uh, this pair this pair pretty much proves that uh, no every every deck will have some ways to create tokens yeah 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 no i i agree i agree with that as well that that must that must be um a, a way that we just haven't seen those cards and we there i think there are so many cards that we haven't seen yet yeah um there as well great cool so this is our like this has been our crazy long episode um there's uh an hour and uh this uh sorry uh, half an hour long plus an hour um <laughs> but maybe what we could do is and uh, we might edit uh, this out or not but yeah. we could split into two episodes yeah. prob- so if we split this into two this has been part two of uh our run through of our spoilers here and uh so we hope you have have enjoyed this i hope you enjoyed both myself and carl uh going through these as well uh but what do you think which what's been your favorite spoiler card of of the whole campaign do you have a favorite do you have a favorite combo so far um hit us up in all the right 
channels. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, the Nordic Key Forge League server is where we have the Discuss the Podcast channel, where the, we you know there's we have the discussions there. Uh, but you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook um, and everywhere else that we post our episodes um you can even comment on the site you can get us at podcast at nkfl.online um as well as an email address if you want to get us there i don't check the email so you're not going to get through that really easily so but you know you're welcome to try and you might be lucky um season 18 is um upon us for the nkfl the 12th of october is the deadline to sign up we're currently at a time of recording. We are at how many signups? 60 signups. Hmm. Yep, six signups. Um, should be 64 soon. We may even be at 72, which will be the biggest NKFL there have been, there's been so far. Um, yeah. yeah, so it will be if- a first come, first serve. So get your signups in now yes not later. Yep, definitely definitely because uh, well, at, at this point it will be a case of letting eight people in at, at a time so that you we get full divisions um that can that that, that, that can go there uh, so that's great the um, the way to find us is if you go to the crucible online um i put a banner up for nkfl season 18 click on the banner and you will find the form and find the link to the server could not be more simpler than that um I'm off to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You'll be pleased to know that Carl is wearing way more clothes than he was when we recorded this spoiler episode. Um, But you only see my top off, so... I only saw your top off as well. Thank goodness (laughs) for that. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, um, this has been our spoiler episode. Um, Carl, do you have anything to finish up? sign off the episode with no i don't dare say anything unless i might steal your thunder again that is correct that is exactly what you should say so i'm going to sign off with uh for john and prosper uh no, you say bye <laughs> you just say bye <laughs> you need to come up with some uh something yeah like i need it. a catchphrase somewhere yeah it's fine we'll, we'll find you one uh do you know, i think comp- i think this is competition time right Carl needs a catchphrase. Um, you can say frog on and proper. <laughs> frog on. <laughs> um, until we find something better. Until we find something better, exactly. Uh, Carl needs a catchphrase. Let us know all the usual channels. Uh, good night, Forge on Prosper. See you later. Bye. Bye.